When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi there, I'm Cassandra Healy and welcome to Behind the Pitch. Business has always looked really great and glamorous online, but I'm here to talk to you about everything that happens behind the business to make it a business. Join me and some of our amazing guests as we go through everything you need to know about what goes on behind the pitch. Hey everyone, welcome back to Behind the Pitch and I am so excited to return with a whole new season with so many incredible guests and I just couldn't think of a better way to return to this season with the boss lady herself, Jada Perfect. Jada is the founder of Boss Lady Events, Boss Lady Media and Sesame Pizza. Um, She's an incredible businesswoman. I've known her for quite a while now. We connected over Instagram back maybe two or three years ago. And ever since we've had an incredible relationship, we've supported each other's businesses and she just shares some incredible advice. So if you are looking at some tips or you're needing some suggestions on networking, I highly recommend tuning in, you know, taking some notes and really, really listening to this in a quiet room where you can just be fully immersed. So join me as we welcome Jada to Behind the Pitch. Thank you so much for joining us, Jada, on Behind the Pitch. Just, just Let's just get straight to it. Tell us about <laughs> who you are, what you do, and why I know you. <laughs> well, thank you, first of all, for thinking of me and having me on. You're um, so my name is Jada Perfect, and I'm the owner of The Boss Lady. So originally that started off as Boss Lady Events, expanded into Boss Lady Media, and then just recently at the start of the year, we actually moved to branding our business to The Boss Lady. Yes. So I have a master's in business and over 10 years experience in small business. I've owned seven businesses up until now. Wow. Three of which I'm still running today. And I'm a little mother of two little baby chihuahuas. They're so cute, guys. (laughs) Oh my God, they're so beautiful, these dogs. They're just so tiny. So cute. Um, Married, no kids, not yet. Um, And just love living, like, you know, living a healthy lifestyle and being social. Yeah, very social. So tell us a little bit more about um, Boss Lady events. So... I know you've just changed the name to The Boss Lady, and we'll talk a little bit about that later if you want to, obviously. Yeah. But Jada and I met, what, maybe two years ago now um, when she just launched Boss Lady Events, and we worked together, and we did a bit of a PR run for her, and what she has created is such an amazing community, but I'm going to shut up and let her talk about (laughs) it. So tell us a little bit more about it. So when I met you originally, this was in the very early days. So the yeah. business has been going now for two years at Boss Lady Events. From then till now, we're at our 10th event with COVID being, you know, creeping in though. We've recently been placed on hold. Oh, it's been, it feels like it's been, you know, literally a blink of an eye and it's where we are now, but it's, mm. it started literally from nothing. So my first event was only six 
people. It was six people that, look, they were people that I knew or was inspired by. I don't want to say that they were friends. Yeah. But they were people that I knew, um, you know, through friends of friends or long-term people that had been in my life. And I pretty much invited those people to come along and I pitched them this idea of having an event and having guest speakers. On that very first day, each person at the the first event, they were actually the guest speakers not knowing that. So we went around the table and shared, you know, our background, history, education, story of life, where we'd been, what we'd done. So that's kind of where it came from. From then till now, it's just developed each time. Um, what works, what doesn't work, listening to feedback from, you know, our community coming along to the event. Yeah. But the idea actually pretty much started off from, I was in a group of friends that I had been around for a long time, but I just had no no passion, no flair, no excitement for the conversation. Mm. I wanted to go out and have meaningful conversations and actually have, you know, develop myself as a person. Yeah. Um, so I was missing that in my life. And then owning so many businesses over a long period of time, going to uni, I had a lot of people coming asking me for business advice, what my thoughts, opinions were. Yeah. And I had just recently been married. Obviously, you know, it's a very stressful process. <laughs> um, especially being married to a Middle Eastern, they do big weddings. Yes. So it was really just putting my love of, you know, socializing and my career together with small business, which I'm passionate about, and then planning great events and having a good time and things to look forward to. So mm. it was putting those three things together. And I'll be honest with you, at the start, there was no real strategy there was no real plan it was just kind of winging it yeah seeing what worked and putting feelers out there look my first couple of events you were there you're yes. at the third event um from then until now it's very developed it's completely different from day one to now yeah the one thing that we have remained though is the personal touch mm, definitely we care about the community it's look it's not about getting them in getting the money and getting them out it's about bringing those people together um filling that that bit of life that they're missing and coming together as a community where we can actually support each other and look forward to these events, Mm. have a good time and build long lasting relationships, both personally and professionally. Yeah, definitely. They're so important key factors. Like I can definitely say, because I know the community, I've been a part of it, that your nurturing process post and pre people coming to your networking event is so different to what other networking communities do like you really take the time to get to know people who are coming reaching out to them making them comfortable on the day connecting them with people that they should meet with and then even after like you've got the Facebook community group you're consistently providing educational content online like what do you think has been the biggest key contribute like the biggest key contribution to you making your events where they are today? Honestly, just me being genuine. Mm. Like being myself. Like I know that we hear that all the time and I have to be honest, I actually get sick of hearing it at times too. But essentially, like exactly why we've changed the business name, you know, the overall business. We're not the boss lady because when people see me, they don't identify me as my name. Yeah. They don't say, Jada, oh my God, how are you? They say, hey, boss lady, how's it going? It's so true. No one actually (laughs) says my name. So I think it's because, you know, I've actually pushed the business to be genuine. Like it's, there's no bullshit. Um, Mm. We don't butter people up and, and say things that we don't really mean. Sometimes it is in a situation where, you know, we've got to have those tough conversations. Yeah. We don't do it publicly. Yeah. Um, we do it one-to-one, but we give that feedback. We give that support and that encouragement. And we just be honest. Like, mm. it's not always about the person that makes you smile and tells you how great you are. Sometimes it's the person that's standing behind that person saying, hey, babe, 
you could actually do it like this and you could do it better by, you know, trying this. So I think that's what we do that's different. We actually care. We are invested in you. We're invested in your business. And we're actually sometimes telling you the things that, you know, you don't want to hear that, but are going to push you to be better and do better within yourself and your business. So that's what makes us stand out. Plus our events are killer. We have a good time. Our panelists are all normal people that have seen success. We don't get the celebrities and the you know, the crazy people that are earning millions and millions of dollars a year that we're looking at. And the honest truth is we can look at that and love it and think we hope to get to that. But right now today, for me, when I see that, I'm like, yes, I'm going to get to that one day, but it's not today because I'm just a startup. Well, that's exactly it, right? When you're starting up a business, the first five years, you're looking at all these big guys kind of going, I hope to be there. I want to drive that Lamborghini. I want the millions of dollars in my bank account. But then, but it's also quite a delusional kind of facade. 100%. It's Instagram life yeah like you can have like beyond you look i've been to events where there's thousands of people that i'm sitting with and then they've got these five guest speakers that are all multi-million dollar companies right but it's so different when you're sitting down and you've got a hundred small business owners next to you that are going through the same problems as you are yeah or very similar ones and you are actually listening to other small business owners who have had success in their own right talk to you because they know exactly also what you're going through yeah and they might even be going through those similar kind of experiences right now yeah because business is business you know you're always going to have bloody issues and problems like, yeah we're professional for, problem solvers that's our job that's exactly. our title not entrepreneur not business owner problem yeah. solver like we just i just spent the last hour and a half trying to set up a stupid podcasting <laughs> thing and you know what just decided the computer's better you know it took an hour and a half but you get there so tell us a little bit more about um, your journey in terms of your businesses. So obviously we're called behind the pitch. We yeah. are all about, you know, what makes the business owner who they are. You've obviously had some experience with your businesses. You've had seven in total, three yeah. still running. What have been your experiences so far in business? It's definitely a journey. Um, look, for me, I have tasted many different markets. Mm. I've been in, you know, I started out originally at 19. I bought my first business was a was a catering company so it was a roll-in roll-out um 13 events a year for specific events you know the bridal expo um gun show caravan and camping we had many different shows that we were actually doing then i had a coffee truck so again that goes hand in hand um but from there i've actually had a beauty clinic a fashion label modeling agency and then now i've managed the pizza shop and i've got you know boss lady events and boss lady media so Mm. The real reality is, is I I couldn't work out at the beginning what was for me. Yeah. Um, sometimes we we get too emotionally involved. Yeah. With the the catering company and the you know the cafe, should I say? What actually happened with that one is I was pushed to flick it. Yeah. So I was pushed to actually sell it off at a time when I was going to make profit from it. Yeah. And and move on to the next thing that was in my life. So I think that sometimes what we do is we overanalyze what we're actually doing because we're emotionally involved Mm. rather than saying, is this making me money? Is this where my, you know, passion lays and continuing based on those. So I like to do the black or white approach. Yeah. The the numbers don't lie. They can't lie. It's either making money or it's not. And, you know, if you're not feeling like you're waking up feeling passionate and energetic to actually do it, it's probably the time to sell off before Mm. things start to, you know, decline or ultimately you need to be moving on to something else that you that you're passionate about because there's no passion and there's not eventually there's going to be no money a hundred percent like it's that spiral effect right yeah so when it has come to your businesses over time 
you have obviously had an incredible transition from industry to industry. What have you noticed in with the boss lady so far that a lot of business women, because you do specialize in women, there's yep. no point in really dabbling in no that. Boy, sorry. sorry, next time. <laughs> but what have you noticed that women struggle with the most? Because like I know for me and my mentor has told me this straight up black and white in within five minutes of knowing me, I'm too emotional. Yeah. I'm very emotional. But yep. That's because it's my passion and it's my baby, right? Yeah. What would you say are some things that you have seen with women over time that kind of stop them from taking themselves and their business to the next level confidence yeah confidence is key and the thing is as well is everyone should be doing daily affirmations where they Mm. tell themselves in the mirror i'm worthy of success i will reach my goals i am a boss lady i can't handle anything thrown my way using positive affirmations as your go-to every single morning to start your day is what everyone needs to be doing yeah because what i'm essentially selling is confidence Yes. And that's that's what a lot of people, you know, get confused with in their business. They think that they're selling a product or a service. You're not. You're actually selling an emotion. Oh, yeah. We're in a market today where you're no longer selling. You're actually buying people buy from people. And we buy due to how we feel based on that person. Mm. You and I have invested in each other. Why? Because we emotionally connect. We do. Yeah. So that's that. That's what it is. It's that women lack emotion. Oh, 100%. Uh, sorry, they lack confidence, sorry, because of emotion, <laughs> should I say. They don't lack emotion. They've we got don't. too much emotion. <laughs> yeah, so confidence is, is definitely a big one. So when it comes to your social media, like, it's so empowering watching Jada's socials, both personal and professional. Would you say that with your, I know you mentioned before your genuine side is what allows people to connect with you and you're quite authentic. What are the big key things that business owners or anyone that's listening today should be looking out for when it comes to expressing themselves online and when they're face to face because like from my own personal experience I've met some incredible people yeah and then you I know what you're about to say yeah you see them (laughs) online and they seem so amazing yeah right and even when I was back in the day a blogger like I would go meet up with influencers like other influencers that I became friends with online and then you see them face to face and you're like why are you like this? Yes. And you actually feel super awkward, but they're yeah. your best friend online. Yeah. So what would you say are like some key things that people need to keep in mind when it comes to branding themselves as themselves and then branding their business as their business? I think with that, look, the honest truth for me is, is keep everything consistent in terms of you. Mm. Like not using phrases and words that you don't usually use in real life online. Yeah. So translating that, the best thing for me is always the icebreaker with, hey, yeah, how are you? I've like, seen Jada do this. She's come to a few of my events and I've seen her approach yeah. people and I'm like, oh my God, how do you do that? Yeah, it's literally <laughs> not even like trying to go into a pitch. It's just like breaking the ice by saying, how are you? Because they're feeling insecure again because of confidence issues. Yeah, 100%. We can project whatever we want online. Mm. And I think that's another thing that makes me stand out from the crowd is what you see online is literally what you're getting in real life. Yeah. So just say, hi, how are you? Um, 
Butting into someone's conversation is another one by just saying, I'm so sorry to interrupt. <laughs> I, I'm actually running out the door or I just noticed you from across the room. I wanted to come straight over so I didn't miss the opportunity. Yeah. Usually everyone that's there is like, oh, wow. Because that doesn't happen. No, it doesn't. And then that leaves a lasting impression just to say, hey, how are you? I want to introduce myself. I know we follow each other online. Yeah. That's something you can say these days without looking like a wanker. <laughs> oh my God, I love that. <laughs> you know, we follow each other on the gram and even making like a joke. Like I always try to make a joke, even though my, I do like dad jokes and I'm super lame in terms of my humor, but then people laugh or they feel awkward and it breaks that awkwardness because mm. you've been the one that's awkward. Yeah. So 100%. that moment's gone. Oh, totally. So it's I think different. just definitely, you know, not being afraid to say how are you and and start the conversation, actually get the conversation rolling rather than waiting for them to do it. Mm. And then they're feeling the same way that you do. Yeah. You know, face that fear. What's the worst thing that's going to happen? They're going to answer <laughs> and cut you the conversation about off. what to say next. Yeah. So. You know, they're either going to answer and cut the conversation off and then it doesn't matter. You've done what you need to do, but you've still left a positive impression. Mm, yeah, totally. Or the conversation goes really well and you actually start to build that face-to-face relationship. Yeah, so important, hey? Yeah. Because that's where everything comes from, right? You can do everything online, but then eventually you have to sit down with somebody. Of course, yeah. Like, it is. And obviously with today's, like, you know, with the coronavirus, bloody corona, everyone's going to be so used to chatting online or via Zoom yeah. that... Everyone's going to have to force themselves eventually to step out of the house, say hi to somebody, sit down with them, have a coffee and yeah. figure out what to say next. But also at the same time, your body language is so important and you have to keep that in mind. So with your journey in business, businesses, what have been some of your highs and some of your lows that you have experienced? Let's start with the lows. Yes. <laughs> The lows are definitely, you know, when I had a beauty shop, my mum actually, I, I pressured her, bless my mum, I love her. Um, I was like, mum, let's get a, a laser clinic. This is when the laser clinics were starting to actually come together. It wasn't saturated in the market, yep. but it was coming. It was starting to be trending. It was becoming popular. Obviously the margins are very good. Yeah. So I was like, mum, let's get a laser clinic, um, go and study a beauty, of di- di- beauty diploma. She went and she done that. We opened up a shop. After the shop had opened after literally six weeks, they decided that in the street without telling us on the the, the lease that we had signed that they were going to be doing street renovations. <gasps> oh, no. Yes. So us being obviously, you know, massage, beauty, eyebrow feathering, waxing, um, more relaxed services, we had to close for six weeks. Oh, how did you handle that? We're just a start. We were literally a startup. We had never been in the beauty industry before, so we were starting with zero clients. So we had signed the lease, fitted out the shop. My mum had gone and done her diploma. We had started the business, and next minute, six weeks in, we're actually closing closing the doors because you know they had the jackhammers. They were literally ripping up the concrete at the start at the front of the shop. Oh, my God. So we closed for six weeks. After the six weeks, it then was Christmas. Mm-hmm. And we know in the beauty industry, Christmas and January is a very slow period. Yeah. So it became 12 weeks. Oh, my God. That 12 weeks turned into three months. Well, it was three months, sorry. And before we knew it, we had maybe four to six weeks where we were trying to operate. 
the reality is, is that putting every dollar that you've got and all your time and energy into that business, eventually we had to go back to our jobs or our businesses that we, other businesses that we had had. So we closed the doors. We paid the lease out for 12 months. Oh my God. Yeah. But weren't able to offer those services because, you know, at this stage where I think four or five months in, no income coming in, only a dribbles and drabbles of clients. Um, Social media at this time wasn't as big as what it is at the minute. Mm. So we went, we were driving social media, but probably not as much. We had to close the doors. Mm. So we just spent all this money going and doing a fit out and, you know, setting up a shop, putting money in, feeding a business that literally went nowhere. Wow. So this was a huge failure, you know, not only for me, but also because I've encouraged my mum to go and further studies in this industry, brought her along. She's invested into the business as well. And then with circumstances out of our control, we've had to shut the doors. What we sometimes need to do though, is realize that that things aren't working. Mm. Try to pivot. If the pivot doesn't work, make the decision to say enough is enough. Yeah. I could have continued to feed money into that business for the remainder of the 12 months. Mm-hmm. Um, lucky we signed a short lease. We only seen it at four to 12 months. So we continued to pay rent. But that was a huge low in business because what happens is you actually have to make that decision to say, hey, I've failed, but that's okay. Yeah, that's the part where you need to get to the okay part. The okay. And you know what? Now I freely talk about it. Um, I'm open about it. You know, sometimes my husband will make little jokes about it. Um, but it's learning. I learned so many things from that business. Mm-hmm. Even going into the to Boss Lady events, I always said I was never going to sign a lease of a shop on my own. Yeah. I was going to go into share spaces or, you know, sublease rooms and things like that. I was never going to sign a lease that was long-term until the business had been in business for at least five years. Yeah. Today, smart. still working from my living room, from my dining so room. So smart. You know what? <laughs> Take it from somebody who's been there. It's not really worth it. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that was probably one of the lowest lows was, you know, investing so much money into the business that went nowhere. Yeah. But again, it's growing and it's understanding that money can be made back. Totally. As an entrepreneur, as, as people like to say, I don't really like to call myself that, but I like to more say I'm a problem solver. You'll, you'll make the money back, yeah. you know? And that's something that I, I listened to in a podcast many years ago. And that one of the things that the person said, I can't remember who it was, but they said, at the end of the day, if I was to lose everything I've got right now, the person that I am with my work ethic, my confidence and my current connections, I know that I would be able to get back to the position I'm in now or even better. Yeah. It might take a year, two years, three years, but I would be able to get back to that position based on my experiences and what I have learned in the past. So it was a learning curve. I look at it as a learning. That is such an incredible mindset to be in. And you know what? A lot of people will probably be listening to this, hearing that and kind of going like, shit, like I needed to hear that. Like, because it's true. Like you learn so much in business in your first six months and then your first year, your second year, your third year. 10 years later, I'm still learning. Right, (laughs) literally. And then if you have to walk away from something, temporarily because you need to go work or you need to make income or something like that because you're just not making money in your business you can do that and go back later and know that you're going to be coming back 10 times better because you've done it before you can do it again definitely so what is your big high so I think the high is definitely you know coming off the back of exactly what I've just said is now I'm actually coaching a lot of my clients are in the beauty industry. Mm. So I'm able to relate to that. Um, I specialize in business coaching one-to-one 
with businesses that I've had that I've succeeded in and also failed in. So I'm able to see the emotional side that they're coming from and also the logical side of black and white. It's either working or not. It's making you money or it's not. And I'm able to be able to identify with my client, with my community, where they're at. So I think that's been one of the biggest strengths and the biggest high for me is that every business that I have had, even when I was in the corporate industry for seven years, working with high profile clients at American Express, I've actually taken something from every business and every job. um, And I'm actually putting that into play right now in my businesses with my clients with my community in the pizza shop that I run with my husband. Yeah. It's been a little bit from everything that's taken me to where I am now. Yeah, but definitely. And that, and that now is what I'm meant to be doing. Oh, I love that. So I just can't stress enough. I've, I've been that person that was always searching and looking for, I just want to have that business. I want to do really well. I want to see success. I'm hungry for that. I work hard. I put in the time. I put in the hours. I've even put in the financial backing, but... Just enjoy the process, enjoy the journey, take the highs, take the lows and know that when you reach the destination of where the journey really begins, and for me, that was with Boss Lady Events, that's when my business really started. That is when you'll actually realize that all those highs, lows, mistakes, failures, lost money, gained money, friends, family, connections, it was all meant to happen to get you where you are now. So... It's, it's a process and it's a journey. The highs come with the lows. The highs at the moment are probably my team is I'm employing people now that fit my personality and fit the things that I can't do well and don't do well. Yeah. And that I'm able to adapt to and they can adapt to me where it just meshes. Yeah. Rather than saying, she's a great graphic designer. She does this really well. Let's try to incorporate her. And sometimes personality fits it just does. doesn't happen. It might be the hardest worker, might have the best skill set, but at the end of the day, if they just don't fit me and my ways and the way that I run my business and my personality type, so important. it's probably not right that they're working for me. So yeah. for me at the moment, staff is probably a biggest challenge, but also at the same time, my biggest high because they're the people motivating me and making me lead to the best of my ability for my community. Yeah, I love that. That's so powerful. And it's so important to have staff that you know, you mesh with because you need to bring, you can't pretend to be somebody else. Oh, God, you have no. to be, you know, going back to that consistency, you have to be consistent in your personality with not just people you meet, but the people you work with. Yeah. So important because they're also the people that are going to go out into the community and talk about and talk you. about you. And, and the thing is you always have to think about, and I say this to my clients, anyone that's listening that is my client will, will know I've said this to them is what do you want people to be saying about you behind your back? Yeah. Don't worry about what they're saying to your face. Think about what they're going to be saying about you behind your back. Even the people that that aren't on your side, that aren't, you know, cheering you on. What are those people going to be saying? Because at the end of the day, you as a person and your behavior, your actions and the way you do business, it can't lie when it's right in front of everyone. Oh, yeah. So think about what people say behind your back and then, you know, work towards being that person because at the end of the day... The positive things will always, always, always outweigh the shit things. I agree. 110%. 100. All it takes is like 10 people to say how good you are. Yeah. To outride somebody saying how yep. annoying you Being a you negative Nancy. Yeah, literally. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us. It's thank been you for an absolute me, pleasure for, to, you know, sit down and talk more about your journey. If people are interested in chatting with you, for, chatting with you further or connecting with you, where can they find you? 
Instagram on the gram um, at boss lady events at Jada underscore perfect at boss lady media underscore. (laughs) (laughs) Or if you're hungry and feel like a pizza at sesame pizza. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for tuning in guys. And we'll see you on the next episode of behind the pitch. Thank you so much for joining us on Behind the Pitch. Don't forget to rate, subscribe and like and follow us on all of our social media platforms for more. We'll see you next time.